Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Good evening, folks. It's time for your Wednesday evening edition of It's News to Us, our daily podcast, taking a look at the day's top stories. And our top story continues to be our top story from yesterday, which uh, was the uh, murder charges against uh, seven Henrico Sheriff's deputies. Uh, they had their first court appearances this morning down in Dinwiddie. David, you were there. We learned some interesting stuff out of this hearing, a lot more than I was expecting when I sent you down there this morning. Yes, definitely more than I was expecting to uh, to find out this morning. I started, you know, I, I was glad I brought my notebook in because I, I wound up taking several pages of notes because um, even though only two of the deputies by that point, uh, by this morning, had hired lawyers. Um, those two lawyers were both arguing for uh, bond to be granted to their clients, uh, which meant that um, the Commonwealth attorney had to argue against that, which meant that we wound up getting a lot more details of some of the uh, some of the prosecution's argument than I think you or I were expecting this morning. Um, essentially. Um, the prosecution, who is the um, Commonwealth's attorney in Dinwiddie, uh, Ann Baskerville, uh, was arguing that um, you know, she has she said she has watched the security footage from Central State Hospital uh, and that essentially the seven deputies. Uh, well, first of all, that uh, Otieno was not being combative, she said. And then she went on to allege that they essentially pulled him out of a chair while he was handcuffed and had his legs bound, um, laid him out flat on the ground, and then uh, all applied, uh, I believe her phrase was head-to-toe pressure for the next 12 minutes plus, uh, including at least one of them using their knee and kneeling on him at a certain point. Um and then, so the the defense then was sort of suggesting that apparently Otieno, while or after he was being restrained by the deputies, uh, was given two shots by, two injections by Central State Hospital staff. Um, and so they were, the defense was sort of suggesting that maybe that could have actually been responsible for uh, Otieno's death, whereas... Um, the prosecution was very clear that uh, she believes that uh, he was dead before he even received those injections. So a lot more details about what allegedly happened at Central State Hospital. Um, and, you know, a lot more to come when more people have seen the footage, because at this point, only and only the office of the Commonwealth attorney has that security footage, uh, as well as um, the footage from the jail prior to that trip, because there's some also some disagreement about what happened at the jail and how many officers were sent initially to transport Otieno and then who was sent as 
backup. Um, so there's, this is going to be a long, long process. And, and I think we should point out um, he's a large man. He was yes. a large man. He was a uh, former uh, Freeman high school football player. Mm-hmm. I want to say he's like 6'2", 240. I think I, I saw 270, I believe. Yes. 270. So, okay. So off a little bit on, on the weight, but uh, a fairly, fairly uh, large person, you know, comparatively to, to most people. Yes. Um, and, and I'm, I'm sure that that is as, has um, some play and why the numbers of people were, were involved mm-hmm. in this. Um it's interesting. Henrico police uh, last night uh, put out a really detailed um, press release dealing with their interactions with uh, uh, OTNO um, in, in part because it, it illuminates how he ended up in sheriff's department custody. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, they said on the second, they originally were called because a neighbor thought he was acting, behaving strangely. Mm-hmm. There was no arrest at that time. However, um, they did classify it as a mental health call and they, they let him go. Then the mm-hmm. next day there was a call for a breaking and entering. I know that there have been reports and other outlets, you know, that there's, there's some confusion about that breaking and entering call, but mm-hmm. it ended up, it ended up with it being an emergency custody order. Um, and that's how he ended up being taken to a local hospital in Henrico. And then Henrico police say he allegedly assaulted some officers at that, um, at the hospital, which led to him going to the Henrico jail West, which led to him being in the custody of the deputies. Mm-hmm. And also probably you could probably reasonably draw a conclusion without having, you know, the facts right in front of us that that's, that could have played into the number of um, officers that were taken with him to central state hospital, given mm-hmm. there was this allegation of the assault at, um, at the hospital in Henrico as well. Yes. It's, yeah, Appar- apparently it was he was initially transported with two officers just in one car. It was the two of them up front and then him. And then uh, by the time that, you know, the incident happened, there were seven of them there. So, yeah, there's a lot, a lot to unpack from a lot of different sources. And as as you and I both both noted uh, this afternoon, this story is starting to get some uh, national mm-hmm. interest. I would not shock me if it continues to get national interest as, uh, as, as the story goes on, they will have another court appearance, I believe next week. I think that's just the the grand jury um, proceedings. So I don't think, I don't think we're going to get too much out of that because grand juries tend to be secret. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and that's the other thing is uh, at least four, I believe five of the deputies uh, are getting uh, court appointed uh, representation as well. So uh, a lot of a week from now is just going to be whether or not they get bonds or not. So to, to, total side note, that does show you how, how well little the, the Commonwealth pays uh, sheriff's deputies that they're getting court appointed attorneys. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, uh, yeah, the, they, that was part of the, the proceedings was uh, the, the judge essentially interviewing them about, uh, how much they make. And I was like, Oh man, we make about the same amount, you know, these, yes. these folks. So I, I qualify for a court appointed lawyer. Yeah. So, you know, just, just, just on a, uh, you know, just, just to, to point out, it's a, another issue that we talk about, you know, uh-huh. when we deal with the general assembly is uh, the, the pay for some of this, the state, uh, the state supported uh, employees and that the, while sheriff's deputies are, are county employees, they're, they're state supported mm-hmm. in, in part. So um, yeah, just an example of how little they, they get paid. But again, this is a story we're going to continue to keep an eye on because it's going to be, it's going to be a major story mm-hmm. uh, for, for some time um, outside of that. Um, 
interesting story from the DMV. And actually, I did this a couple of weeks ago when we thought it was going to be at the end of February. But uh, if you have plans to renew your driver's license, apply for a driver's license, or you've lost your driver's license and you need to replace your driver's license, don't do it this Saturday. Verizon is shutting down the database that is necessary for, for those processes to be done. If you are eligible to um, renew your license online, you can do so, but there's only a limited amount of people who are able to do that. Um, basically, just uh, do it on another day besides Saturday. Uh, unclear why Verizon delayed this from the end of February. To be honest with you, doing it in the middle of March is better than uh, doing it at the end of February because people tend to wait and procrastinate and then create large lines at the DMV at both the beginning and the end of the month. So the middle of the month tends to be a little <laughs> more open. So I don't know. I don't know when you tend to go to the DMV, but I've, I've been there at the end of the month and it's a bad. It's a bad idea. Yeah, I'm, I'm lucky. I don't have to go. It's been a long time since I've had to go in person, but. I, I, well, I've had to go, the times I've had to go recently in person were because I had to take my kids. So right. and I don't have that problem. So, yes. yeah. So you're closer in age to my kids than I are. In age yes. Kids. So, um, and that I am to you. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'll have to do that later on this year, but, uh, don't have to do it right now. That's good. Cause hopefully by, by that time Verizon will have taken care of their outage and we'll, we'll have the DMV yes. system back up. And just one other, uh, you know, more light, much more lighthearted story. Uh, the Virginia Spirits Board is uh, starting a marketing office. They want to do for Virginia Spirits what uh, has been done for Virginia wine. So mm-hmm. don't be surprised if you see a lot of marketing for Virginia Spirits and distilleries uh, in the near future. So but that's basically, again, what we have for you on this uh, Wednesday afternoon. Um, again, the the OTNO story uh, taking a large amount of the uh, – the day's uh the day's news and like we said we'll continue to keep an eye on that so for reporter david lefkowitz i'm news director matt dumline we'll talk to you on thursday hey rob bradford here i have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what i have known for some time baseball isn't boring now i have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show players managers gms and yes even the commissioner of baseball rob manfred it has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices so join the revolution subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring listen on your odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast you'll be glad you did baseball is in full swing nba playoffs are heating up and your nfl team is gearing up for training camp listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the odyssey app the biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place exclusive interviews with players coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the odyssey app 